In April 1945, the Nazis tried to break the man they called the best agent of the Vatican intelligence in Germany. On the surface, Josef Müller seemed just a big-eared Bavarian book publisher who puffed a pipe and collected stamps. Yet since his arrest for giving Jews false papers and money, he had come to figure in a case of sensational significance. The Gestapo claimed that Müller had plotted to kill Hitler using the spy service of the Catholic clergy. He refused to confess, however. Miller had nerves like ropes and dominated the situation, a prison aide recalled. When guards unshackled him, he threw them using jujitsu. His resolve awed other prisoners who had misjudged him a regular Joe. To look at, wrote a British spy jailed with Miller, he was just an ordinary, stoutish little man with a florid complexion and drab fair hair cut en brosse, the sort of man whom you would not look at a second time if you met him anywhere, and yet one of the bravest and most determined men imaginable. A one-legged SS giant entered Miller's cell. Sturmfuhrer Kurt Stavitsky chained Miller's leg irons to a bar. Miller's neighbors at Flossenburg concentration camp then saw him forced to eat his food like a dog from a plate on the floor, with his hands tied behind his back. Rummaging through Miller's suitcase, Stavitsky seized an envelope. It contained a letter from Miller's wife, trying to learn what had become of him. She had enclosed a letter from his daughter, who told him that she would take her first communion that coming Sunday. Stavitsky took the letters and tore them up. He wanted to learn more about Miller's Vatican links. One case file called Miller an unusually intrepid man of the Jesuit school, through whom dissident German generals maintained contact with the Pope. Pius XII had told Miller, as captured coup plans recorded, that the prerequisite for peace would be a change of regime in Germany. Stavitsky confronted Miller with one of the coup plans. Its lead sentence said, Decent Germans have decided to negotiate with the English via the Vatican. Stavitsky read the text aloud and, whenever he came to the words decent Germans, backhanded Miller on the upper lip. Miller's teeth began to fall out. Finally, Stavitsky hit him so hard that he knocked over both Miller and his chair. Stavitsky then stomped on him, yelling, Talk or die! By Sunday, April 8th, Miller's face was bruised and swollen. As he paced his cell, shuffling his feet to keep warm, the door flung open. The show is ending, Stavitsky said. He yelled down the hall, Is the adjutant in the execution yard? The gallows stood on a parade ground. Six stepladders ran up to a row of hooks holding nooses. Generally, the persons hanged were stripped naked, a war crimes report on Flossenburg found. Oft-times they were beaten before hanging, till the unfortunate victims begged for immediate hanging to ease the pain. Hanging a person by his wrists, with a heavy barrel suspended from his ankles, was another method of execution. This caused the person's insides to be torn up, and he died. A Soviet prisoner, General Pyotr Privalov, saw Müller led toward the gallows. Privalov called out, hoping to stand tall with Müller in one last glance. But he spoke in Russian and Miller did not react at first. When Miller finally looked up, he seemed content. 
than he passed from Privalov's view.